Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name is Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit-chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. Hey, chit-chatters. Welcome to another episode of Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. Happy Thursday. So what a week it has been. Let me tell you, I'm exhausted. I am drained. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. It's just been one of those weeks, and the last two weeks have just been nuts, just nuts. I don't know if you all are feeling the same thing. Maybe it's the change of weather. We're, you know, in this season of, like, where the weather either is warm or cooler or cold, and if you live in the East Coast or in New York, you probably know that it's kind of like one day it's summer like it was today, Um, or it's just like... Where's my where's my hoodie and sweatpants? I'm going to lay on the couch with a fleece over me and my glass of wine. So I'm sure everyone is just strained and wanting to just chill. Can we just take a pause with how much things are changing so rapidly? <sighs> I know we just need to like take deep breaths and find moments to just disconnect and then re-engage ourselves to feel much more connected. I mean, for me, I know I've had these roller coaster moments where my emotions are all over the place, just about life in general, and just trying to stay grounded to it. I mean, every day is not a moment or a day of instant gratification or happiness. There are all these crazy moments where I feel like crap and I feel like all I want to do is crawl up in a ball and be left alone. And I'm sure some of you feel that way too. And what I've noticed with all the people I've been talking to in the last couple of days and weeks is that they're just tired and don't really know how to re-energize themselves. So... This episode, I'm not going to keep just, you know, venting out about how I'm feeling, but I want to hear from you and how you're feeling. So please share with me in your comments in the, um, the, what are they called? The comments, but also, um, the reviews. How did this episode particularly resonate with you? And, you know, if you think that you feel like you need to be re-energized because, I think I just need a break. I need to begin in the sun for a couple of days and just lay by a pool and hopefully that'll help. That's how I think. That's what I think I need. But anywho, 
This episode I'm calling The Career Edit. And the inspiration, yes, came from the TV show on Netflix called The Home Edit, which I'm so obsessed with because I am one of those people who loves to organize things. I definitely have Marie Kondo the hell out of my drawers and some of my closet shelves. But the funny part is, is that I was doing Marie Kondo style way before Marie Kondo came into our lives here in the States. So having found the home edit just gave me new inspiration to what I need to do with my closet. But the inspiration for this show is the career edit. And the reason is, is because I think it's important to really, when we're in these moments of just truly feeling lost and stuck, that we have to take a step back, take a step back, um, and really take a moment to reconnect with our values and our strengths. Okay, so why the career edit? Well, I know a lot of people, and obviously, I'm a life and career coach. A lot of people right now are so disengaged by their job. They feel stuck in their careers. They're unhappy. And some people still looking for work, which, God, I just wish something would change that we can start helping people in a different way. And I'm doing everything I can to be more helpful to people who have lost their jobs. I, you know, I launched a 12K giveaway, which was providing three people to join a coaching program that I just created. And the coaching program is specific to the person. So it's a 90-day program where I take that person through an intensive discovery process and helping them rediscover themselves wholly, heartedly, and giving them clarity and feeling them, making them feel energized and fueled, but also taking them on a journey that's going to help them realign themselves with their purpose in life so it's going to challenge them in their life challenge them in their relationships and challenge them in their career and when i say challenge i don't mean that in a bad way i mean in a great way so after 90 days kind of like if you think about a 90-day workout program this is the same thing but except for your life your career and your businesses so i still have one spot left I've been having tons of conversations with people. So if you're listening to this episode and you think that that speaks to you, head on over to Facebook, head on over to um, coaching, Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, head on over to Coaching with Jose Miguel Facebook page, um, and you'll find all the things. And if you follow me on Facebook, if I'm your friend on Facebook, look at my Facebook post because I just posted on my Facebook, which I forgot to. Um... So I'm really excited for that because I'm giving that away. That is me taking my time to give to three people who I've been like literally talking to a lot of people through messenger and through text and through chat just to see if they're a good fit. Um, So I would love to hear from you if you think so. Get up into my DMs. But in in the space of the, the podcast episode for today... Values by strengths, right? Values times strengths or values by strengths, depending on how you want to look at it or say it, is really how I do a quick analysis of helping people get unstuck and get clear, meaning getting full clarity of how to really reconnect and gain energy and seeing how you can really push the next space. 
So this could apply to your life if you're feeling that disconnected or unhappy with it. But I think that I want to make it more purposeful and helping people to make the connection to work. So I'm just going to walk you through a really quick exercise. And I've been doing this exercise. Actually, I just did it today with a really good friend of mine, um, Sherry Miter. She asked, me, she asked me to come into her group and um, share it with her group of um, business women and ladies. And I did a presentation on values, strengths, coaching to help them uncover how they can be better leaders utilizing their strengths and connecting to their values. So that was a lot of fun. And then I just recently did a presentation with my students on my campus in the same fashion, but it was a little bit more in depth for them. Um, so I want to present this to you because obviously you're my audience and this is free coaching for you. So if you want to take advantage of this, definitely do it. So here's how this works. So this exercise I call values by strengths or values times strengths. Again, there's an X between values and strengths. Um, and so like I mentioned, this is going to help you hone in on your values while allowing you to gain clarity and what is most important to you and linking it to your strengths, which are fueled by value. Does that make sense? So... Here's how this exercise works. The first step is I want you to find a place where you can sit down and relax for like five minutes of the duration of the exercise. Because literally, it's an, a five-minute exercise when you're doing it by yourself. So find a place where you can sit down, find a place where you can get comfortable, and just close your eyes for a quick hot minute. And I want you to think of a time in your life when you had an experience a moment when you were at your best, okay? This is an experience that was epic and life-changing, okay? So for me, this is my example to you. I think for me was my graduate school graduation because the culmination of my academic career kind of came to a close and it was a closing of a chapter but it was such a life-changing experience that it has catapulted my career to so many levels in a really short period of time. Um, and earning that degree, which I worked so hard for while having a full-time job and having multiple businesses while doing it, which is crazy insane to even think about that. But the experience of enjoying that moment with my family and thinking about the day and thinking about what I accomplished. And so when you think about that, that is my experience. And that was a moment of, you know, it was epic. It was life-changing. Okay. So after you've figured out your moment and you figured out that experience for you, I want you to do two things. The first thing is write it down. Writing it down, when we talk about learning and adaptive learning and learning things, it always helps to speak and write. We're visual and audio learners. And we learn differently. Some people just learn by, you know, listening. And some people learn by writing. And some people learn by reading. So it is all-inclusive all here. So write it down. <clears throat> the second is, why is this experience or this 
a situation or moment so important to you in your life? Why is it so life-changing? So I explained to you my example, okay? Next, okay, the next thing I want you to do is that I want you to think about this experience, okay? And in the show notes, I'm including a list of about 15 to 20 different values, actually it might even be more, that I've outlined for you to connect this experience with. Now, I want you to also recognize that you can apply more than one value to this experience and you can also come up with your own. So maybe the list will give you some sort of inspiration to come up with your own values to actually adopt to this experience, okay? And the idea is that the values are most importantly showing up in this experience because there's a connectedness to several things. So for me, my experience was my graduate school graduation. It was having my brother, my sister-in-law, and my, my now husband there at the time who was just my boyfriend. Family. I hold family as a value for myself. Number two was success. That's the second value that I would identify. Number three is accomplishment. When you do something that you work so hard for, you need to recognize that. You have to reflect on that. We don't spend enough time reflecting and we don't spend enough time having a sense of self-awareness of the things that we work hard to do. So super important to recognize that. So, so far I have family, success, accomplishment. Um, and I think I would throw in there education because for me, education was a tool to really help me get to where I am today. And although there were times and periods of my life where I didn't feel like education was accessible to me, I made it accessible to me. Um, and so that was important. So I'm going to stick with those four. Okay. Those are the four that I'm going to stick with. So I'm going to say it's, uh, families, success, accomplishment, and, and education. So those are the four. So once you've identified your values that are associated to this experience or, and or moment, I want you to write down your values and rank them in order of one being the most important, okay? And then however many values you have, so maybe it's four like I do, and number four, whatever whatever one is least important, okay? So rank them in order, one being the most important and then so on. Now, the next thing, right? The next thing that I want you to do is I want you to think about your strengths, okay? What do you identify as your top five strengths? Now, I have to preface that I am a Clifton Strengths Quest, or most people know it as Strengths Finder, coach. So this large organization called Gallup owns this assessment, assessment tool called Strengths Quest. I've been a coach for almost 10 years, and I help people gain clarity in strengths and understanding how they can use them in their life, their career, in business, in relationships, in teamwork, and all things. I've worked with 
students, I've worked with clients, I've worked with large companies to do trainings on how to build strengths education and using strengths to define your values or help you gain clarity in your values and connecting that to all the different facets of life. So I say all this because I'm not referring to the strengths specifically that you would do in Clifton Strengths Finder and Strength Quests, but if you have, then yes, please use those. And if you haven't and you would like to, I have a great offer for you. So um, before we get to that point, I want you to think about your top five strengths. So I'm going to use my Clifton Strengths Finder Strengths because I link to that in everything that I do. And I'll explain to you a little bit about them. So my first one, my first strength is input. Okay. So input for me is me being able to come to conversations or come to meetings or groups and provide, while reflectively listening, ideas and inspiration and insert some positivity into that group, okay? So that's how I view my input. Um, And it's also the person who always probably has an opinion about something, but that's going to vary from person to person. And if you do the Strengths Quest assessment, please note that some of the language in which these words are written and defined is not something you're going to find in the dictionary. So it's really important that you understand that within the assessment tool, Strengths Quest has its own language, okay? So going back to my strengths, my number two is individualization. Now, these are also, may I say, ranked in order of how they're most used. So they're, my, they're called themes, my top five themes. So just how you're writing down your top five strengths, these are defined as my top five themes, okay? So individualization for me is what I think I live through every single day. When I talk about working with my students and working with my clients and we do coaching and me sitting here, and you could also call this counseling, um, me sitting and listening and taking in everything that's been happening, holistically reflecting on the conversation and then providing feedback is individualization. That is me being able to listen and give my attention to someone wholeheartedly and provide them with what they need to be successful. That's me listening to someone's problems and helping them find solutions. That is me helping people look at situations that they're at 30,000 degrees and then we need to get down to 10,000 degrees. My individualization for me is where I'm at my best. I love spending time one-on-one with people and helping them gain clarity, gaining, you know, gain success. You know, there's a reward behind every time I help someone get past another hurdle in their lives, whether it's through their career and finding that job or getting the job that they want, or it's through their life in, you know, reaching a point of feeling safe and feeling clear and feeling rejuvenated, feeling energized, um, and kind of having that sense of clarity of what they're supposed to be doing. Or it's in business. I have clients who I'm helping really build the business from the bottom up. And 
it's so nice to see the smile on someone's face after a session where they feel like it was so worth that hour for them. So I love that piece. So my third strength is learner. I'm such a dork. Remember how I said education before? I could be a lifelong learner. If school was not, if school was free, I would go to school forever. I love to learn. I love to have my hands on things. When I realized that my time would not allow me to read books, I was super sad. And until I didn't start my job that I currently have now, I was struggling to like pay the money for a book and realize that I wasn't going to read it. I would start buying books and put them on a bookshelf and not read it. And my husband would always say, why are you buying a book? You're never going to read it. And then I discovered audible books and they became my best friend. And on an average, I read, you know, two books a month. And now since COVID, probably one book a month. But before I was averaging two to three books because of my commute. So I would bounce back between an audible book and a podcast. So if you're that one of those people who struggles with loving to read but don't find the time to actually have the tangible book, try an audible book because they have changed my life. But I'm also, I love to learn. I love to read things that are hot topics, whether it's about electronics and technology. I love cars. Like, I love reading about cars and their design. Like, I'm a big dork. Big dork. So, learner. Okay? That's my number three. My number four is... Um, I'm just right now drawing a blank, but my number four is ideation. So I have this strategic mind of mine and I always think at that 30,000 degrees and have really big ideas. So I'm the person in a team who you want part of a strategic planning because I'm always going to listen, but I'm always going to bring something to talk about. Okay, so with ideation, I bring value to a lot of conversations, not because I want to be in every conversation, because believe me, that can be draining sometimes, but it brings me energy to see other people figure things out. I love to problem solve and I love to strategize different solutions for problems. That's what ideation does. And then lastly, achiever. Which to me, and I always say this and people laugh at me, likes to get shit done. Okay? Let's get her done. Let's get that where it needs to be. If I'm setting a goal, I get so annoyed when I don't meet my goal. (laughs) I get super frustrated. Um, But ultimately, I like to see things get done. I find so much excitement and energy behind being able to see what is so important behind achieving a task. And at the root of it, if I'm working with a team, I hold them accountable to those tasks. If that is our goal, it needs to happen ASAP. I always work on time constraints anyways because of just the nature of what I do um, in my day job when I plan events and stuff. But it's super important for me to reach goals and to like do tasks. So those are my five. So I mentioned uh, input, I mentioned individualization, I mentioned uh, learner, I mentioned ideation, and then I mentioned achiever. And again, like I said, those langu- the language of the context of those words is specific to Quest. So 
Once you've outlined your top five strengths, I just gave you mine, I want you to match your specific values to those strengths. So what does that mean? It means that if you write down your top five on one side of a piece of paper and on the right side of the piece of paper, right, you write down your your values, whatever they are. I mentioned before that mine were family, uh, success, accomplishment, and education. So those four, I'm going to match to my five specific strengths. So what is this doing? Okay, what exactly is this doing? When you connect your values and your strengths, you're going to get more clear in the heart of what's important to you. I already mentioned family. And for me, when I think about family, that's individualization. Whether it's spending time one-on-one with members of my family and connecting with them that way or with them as a group. Um, But it's also me providing input. I'm the person that my family comes to when they want to run things by to help making them decisions. So that's also a line that I'm drawing towards from that actual family one. Um, And then achievement. Well, hello, that works exactly with um, Achiever. (laughs) That exactly is connected to that. But I think I would put actually a line and draw a big circle around my five themes or my five strengths. Because I think all of it is tied into how you learn about yourself and how you really sit down to get focused with yourself to be able to get that clarity to really get connected. Okay? And these are so important. You know, ultimately, these are things that are going to help you have a clear perspective in everything it is that you want to do. Okay? Um And then if I'm giving you another example, I don't want to kind of spend all the time talking about mine, but probably when I think about, um, that's what I mentioned. I mentioned education. Well, I mentioned family. I mentioned um, achievement, success. I would circle success too. So I would draw the line to them and then circle all five of those with success. It It is in my DNA that... I was born to do what I do. I truly believe that. I got the clarity early on. I was blessed with this gift. This is what God put me on this earth to do was to help serve people, be more purposeful, live life with more intention, be fueled, and be successful. That is that. Okay? So I would draw the line from my right side of my sheet to the left And then when I get to the part of all five of my strengths, I would circle it again like I did with Achiever. And that was for success specifically. And the last one is education. I think learner is really connected to that as an actual, you know, theme or a signifier. You know, when you think about those top four values for me, those are not like necessarily all of my values, but those are the values specific to the experience that I described with me achieving my degree in higher education, I was told as a kid that I would never amount to anything. So I had a pretty traumatizing childhood already to have gotten so far with the way I did 
with so much adversity to overcome that I made it my, you know, commitment, no matter when I started, I went to college later in life. So I was a non-traditional student, first generation, and going to college with, you know, students who are a lot younger than me. But I, I embraced it and I pushed through it and it made me a better person to connect with people that were younger than me and being able to understand and learn who my audience is um, when I'm working with them. So that's why I've spent the last 10 years working with millennials because no matter what age group you are, I'm still going to help you. You don't have to be a millennial to be part of my group. You don't have to be a millennial to be listen to this podcast. But what's defined me as a coach has been the millennial generation. That's just how it is. Um, so kind of concluding this piece of this assignment or not assignment, sorry, not your homework, peeps, this activity is that this is going to help you get more engaged and get what you want out of life in your career. So let's go back to when I said the career edit for just a quick minute. When you're so stuck that you feel like the job that you're in is draining the life out of you, and you're so stuck that you don't know what to do with yourself anymore, do an assessment of yourself. Gain some self-awareness of your values and what's important to you. Maybe it's time for a change. Maybe it's time for you to shift and getting to know what is so important to you so you can start spending your energy on that. You need to take accountability for those things to really pivot, okay, our favorite word of 2020, pivot to the next stage of your life whether it's for your career or whether it's for your life. So maybe it's making a decision on like, hey, this relationship that I'm working, that I'm in, not mine personally, but this relationship that I'm in isn't really truly working for me. I need to take in a self-assessment of my values and how I connect to that, right? And maybe you have to have that conversation. It doesn't mean that the relationship ends. It means that you need to have a conversation with the person to communicate how you're feeling and where you are. Also, when you talk about your career at the same time, how do you edit that for yourself? What are you editing exactly, right? The career edit. You're editing the fact that you're taking time to clear your mind, invest five to 15 minutes in yourself. I say this takes five minutes, but some people may take longer. Five to 15 minutes in yourself to truly engage in what is most important to you. Can't emphasize it enough. Now here's where my offer comes in. So all things considered, I talked about my strength coaching program. And what this does is that, and it's not a program people, this is an hour long commitment to you taking the assessment, which I, which is included in the price, right? And I'll tell you about that in a second. It's you taking the assessment, which is included in the price, and spending an hour with me assessing it with you and taking a deep dive in your holistic view and scheme or schema of where you are and applying it to what you want, whether it's for career and or for life or whatever it may be. But we have to do the initial conversation first to really get out of that. One hour, okay? The charge for this is 197 But if someone 
really wants to take this, you should reach out to me and we can chat about it. Because I think that every single person should take advantage of that, especially if you're trying to figure out what it is that you need to do when you're trying to figure out what are your strengths. Maybe you don't know what their strengths are. Maybe you're struggling because you haven't been able to connect to what your strengths are. And when we talk about career specifically, strengths are extremely tied into the work. You need to use your strengths to power through that. You need to use your strengths to learn how you're looking at jobs when you're job searching. How do your strengths fit into the equation of the job responsibilities that you're staring at? So having said all that, two big offers there. One is if you're feeling lost and confused and you think that a 90-day coaching program is a good fit for you, run over to the Facebook group, Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. Look on the Facebook page, Coaching with Jose Miguel. And go to my Facebook profile, Jose Miguel Longo. You will see there the post. I need you to comment on the post and DM me, okay? And, and or, (laughs) if you want to take advantage of the strengths-based coaching, reach out. We can work something out, believe me. It's $197. The assessment's pretty expensive depending on what you're buying it. I'm getting you the assessment included in this package along with an hour deep dive in getting you clearer in your strengths, in self-discovery, and getting you unstuck, and then helping you also clarify all the things about your strengths. So that's it for today. I love you all. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. If you love this episode, please leave us a review. But I also want to hear from you. Not enough of you who listen are leaving reviews or leaving comments. Maybe jump on in the Facebook group and tell me about your comments. Or tell me if there's something specific you want to learn about. I have so many great great guests lined up for the month of November. And I'm so excited because I haven't really had a lot of guests for the month of October. It's been just mostly me and my energy of coming to you and talking to you. But I'm hoping that once we get past a little bit of the craziness that we're experiencing now, right now, and I think that this new season is a little bit more settled, that we can potentially get more invigorated and more energized and maybe more rested. Maybe at least what we need is more rest. So all my love, I hope you enjoy this. I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment. Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love, and I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.